Okay, welcome to a brand new format. <laughs> this is a bit of a test. We're not sure it's going to work, but this is a live podcast. Uh, we are currently driving from the north coast of Europe, Lithuania, all the way to the south coast of Europe in Croatia, In well, split in Croatia. So this is a three-day journey, and what we're aiming to do is update you along the way with um, hopefully some funny stories, um, and also a little bit about our route, and more importantly, what the border crossings are like. So if you are looking to travel through Europe in this weird post-COVID or almost post-COVID environment, then we'll let you know what the borders are like and uh, whether we get stopped, which we're expecting to, um, and uh, what people what people are looking for. So just um, just to roll back, we spent uh, originally wanted to spend a month in Lithuania in Vilnius. Um, and we ended up spending almost five months there because of the COVID lockdown. Um, I'm going to pass over to Leanne and she's going to tell you what it's like in Vilnius and what the COVID re- reaction is in Vilnius. Yeah, so I think, I mean, I think the first thing to say is that they were really quick to act, weren't they? Like they, they actually locked down a week before the UK did and there is, I think there was less than 20 cases actually when we went into lockdown. It was really, really cautious. Um, and it was strict um, you really weren't allowed out unless you had a valid reason which was to go to the one supermarket um, the one supermarket trip a week or uh, to walk your dog um, that was about it really and there was, there was a lot of fines in place but what that meant is that they dealt with it really swiftly so within six weeks we were back out eating lunch and, and drinking wine so yeah and that was probably when was that Al maybe mid-May beginning of May yeah, were we able to do that? that yeah and then the last six weeks were really just continuous easing um, and what we were really waiting for in the end was the border with Poland to open with which only opened on the 13th of June um, but it meant that we could we could get out and about we went to some different places in Lithuania which is lovely Vilnius is a really great city we met some nice people I think all in all, it was a great place to be for COVID. They dealt with it really well, and we had a lot of freedom, a lot sooner than, than other people. Um, but I think when, you know, you're used to travelling a lot and moving around, four months anywhere is a bit dull. Um, so I think it was more wanted to, to kind of move on than our dislike for Lithuania. Yeah, that makes sense. He's, yeah, four months is a long time, well, four and a half months is a long time. Um, and uh, we also we always plan to plan to come down to the south of Europe for summer, and uh, so we just decided to leave. Well, if we'd been really intrepid, we probably would have left the day of the the border to Poland open. But I'm glad we left it a week because, um, as you'll find out in a second, all kinds of weird things happened, and um, uh, and the the advice is being updated pretty much like every twice a day now. Um, so let's talk about the route. So the route is was originally we were going Vilnius, then we were going to Krakow in Poland, or South Poland, then we were going to Slovakia, and then we were going to Hungary, and then we we're going to Croatia. Now there are some restrictions with some of those countries. For example, in Slovakia, you're allowed to go into Slovakia, and as long as you leave within eight hours, you don't have to isolate. Whereas if you don't leave if you spend more than eight hours there you have to you have to self-isolate for 14 days so that was the key thing was to get across Slovakia in less than eight hours it's a small country probably takes about four hours to drive across it from top to bottom so that wasn't a problem however 
we were going through Hungary. And Hungary travel advice has always been a little bit weird. And then we got an update. By the way, we subscribe to the government, so it's gov.uk. And you go to their travel advice and you could subscribe to the pages. So it emails you when they've been updated. And we found that really, really useful because it does get updated probably every, at least every couple of days. Sometimes every day and sometimes even twice a day. Um, and so we got an up- a notification that had been updated. We went to have a look and now we have to fill in a form uh, for the Hungarian police that you have to apply to basically come into Hungary and you have to fill the form out in Hungarian. And then there was other things as well. Do you remember what the other restrictions for Hungary was? Um, well, the, the form was just as an exemption. Like, they've they've changed it now, so you can't... I think unless you're Croatian or Slovakian, you can't, you can't go in unless you have this... this kind of you're given special permission to do it um, which is what this form is so. and obviously we are neither Croatian nor Hungarian nor Slovakian so we um, so last minute literally like Thursday night we were due to leave at 7 o'clock on Friday morning and Thursday night we changed our minds and decided to do rather than d- take the route through Slovakia, Hungary, Croatia we decided to go uh, east uh, no west <laughs> and go Slovakia, Austria, Slovenia Croatia um, so that's our route currently we're doing at the moment. But well, we've had to, because that's longer as well, because we couldn't go through Czech either, could we? No. No. So Czech was, I think, a similar thing. You needed a, it was actually quite strict. You could transit, but you needed a letter from the embassy to say that you were on your way back somewhere. And, yeah, really still quite strict Czech, so. Yeah, so we decided that Czech wasn't an option. Um, so we are... Um, so we're now currently um, on our way to Krakow. Yeah. Um, so the, as I say, the the border crossing from Vilnius to, to Lithuania, sorry, sorry, from Lithuania to Poland was no problem at all. There was literally no presence. Well, there was. That's not that's a lie. There was a, there was one police car and two police stood there chatting and having a cup of coffee. So uh, they didn't even look at us when we drove past. So we just drove straight through it exactly as when we came into from Poland to Lithuania. Exactly the same. Uh, so, there's no problem at all currently to get that way uh, from uh, Lithuania to Poland. Uh, Poland itself is quite a fun drive. Um, <laughs> it's there's a, there's a lovely village halfway through, which um, is something to do with the one of the oldest settlements in Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we'll send some pictures of that. Um, the route so far has been a bit weird because the main route between Vilnius and Krakow includes a country road, which is almost single track, uh, bumpy, dirt track, dirt well. track yeah, um, and uh, you get stuck behind tractors and all sorts. Um, oh, so. that lorry! Tell them about the lorry. So we followed this on this on this track. The road was maybe about. 70% the normal width of a normal road and the rest of it was sort of just like gravel on the one side and we followed this big truck who was carrying huge big tree trunks and honestly maybe about every 30 seconds it looked like it was going to tip over and he was just going to crash into the field it was, uh, it was a little bit terrifying um, but heading off to Krakow should arrive very shortly and we will update you when we're on our way to Slovenia Slovakia. (laughs) See you next time.